boom coming in hot on a Monday. What's up, Chinch? How we doing, brother? Good. We got a boom over the weekend from uh, a young Mr. Jake Casey in the Cape Cod League, did we not? Let's go, baby. I went up there to see him on Friday because they had a dude, it was total bummer. They had a workout at Fenway, the whole Cape League, which yeah. is so cool. A lot of scouts there, but a lot of parents, too. I mean, who wouldn't want to see their kid take BP at Fenway Park? So, right. I mean, parents, there was this one group of parents. I don't know who the kid was, but it was, must have been a group of parents, aunts, uncles, brothers. <laughs> so he, this kid went up to take BP. The, they cheered. <laughs> they started cheering. It was incredible. And then he came out of the cage and was like, yeah. You know, it's just a cool thing. <laughs> yeah. So, I was waiting all day, dude. I'm sitting with Peter Gammons, Jared, Jared Saltalamacchia, Sarah McKenna with the Red Sox. So, and uh, my, 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 just saw my, my buddy Angel, who was the security guard. Every time I went in, I used to live right next to Fenwin when I played there. Yeah. And I used to walk to work, dude. So every so the cool. entrance I would Holy come cow. in, my buddy Angel would be there. And it was so good. To, it's like one of those moments where you're like, you could, I couldn't believe Angel was still there. Right. So like I, I was like, he was going to sign me in. And he looks up. I look up. I'm like, Angel? He's like, Case? I'm like, dude, what's up? It's like the bus driver in Forrest Gump was there for like 75 years. It doesn't yes, look the exact dude, same. Yes, I swear to God. <laughs> I gave him the biggest hug. He gave me a huge hug. It was good to see him. So it was great to see people. So I was there for like four hours. And we did the show. Dude, we did the show. Right. And then Jake got there like around 2. Orleans was going to hit at 2 o'clock. Everyone had been hitting since like 10. So they were the last team to go because they were going to play in this game. And, dude, the rains came. No. And they banged it, dude. They're the only group no. that didn't hit. On the, it, was a, it was a total buzzkill, dude. So the only team that didn't hit. We got to talk to PR. They got to get back there yeah. and, and take yeah, BP I, dude, one day. And I was you just know, as listen, a team. At the, at the, yeah, at the end of the day, the grounds crew at Boston, let's clean that up. Let's put right? the tarp on. That You could tell they wanted to go home, too. They're like, you uh, know what? We don't want to do this game. We really don't want to yeah, be here. Yeah, they thought there was an off day. So they were so It was tired, bro, at the end that's of the weak. day. Sorry. That's how I feel. Uh, but you said now, <laughs> so Jake, in, in a more positive note, he goes deep. He now has the exact same amount of Cape Cod home runs as you. As <laughs> I did, yeah, dude. I played in Cape. I played in Cape in '94. Hit one bomb. He he has three at bats. He just went deep. So I'm like, let's go. So it's yeah. cool, man. Dude, you know, at those Cape Cod League games, bro, the fields are still kind of high schoolish. Yeah, I can tell. It's really cool. They've kept yeah. the integrity of like they don't have these big fields. Right. They still have. The hills for fans. Like, I was at Hyannis for game one. Yeah, like the Ripken Little League fields are probably yeah. nicer than some of these. In oh, dude, they definitely are. They definitely are, man. So it was kind of cool. Like, it's just a good vibe. Yeah. That summer catch movie kind of does a good job of the yeah. feel of what the Cape is. So it was just cool, man. It was great to be up there. It was just, I was a proud moment to see him out there on the field. I can't believe it. Oh, my God. Yeah. I can't believe you, the, the, they rained out. It's <laughs> Oh, dude, total that bummer. And then, like I said, man, so bummer. Now, you know, I'm like, oh, well, you know, yeah. maybe you'll get, you know, Wasn't next time we have Fenways in the big leagues. <laughs> there you, yeah, imagine. That'll be great. That's a great story. We can, yeah, first of all, cool. when he gets to the big leagues, the first show he's going on is our show. Just saying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, it's, you know, before we get into a couple other stats, you're talking about, you mentioned how you guys both have one home run on Cape Cowley. I pulled up your stats, dude. Can we play a quick stat game with you again? Yeah. All right. Yeah, sure. Because then this will segue us into McCutcheon got his <laughs> 2,000 hit. But all right, can you name the pitcher you had the most hits off of in your career? Oh wow, this is this is no, this, this is, is fun. I got good stuff here. Um, hang on, I think I think I, I got a good guess here. Um, okay. Uh, um, John Lieber, correct. Oh, let's go, baby. Yes. Correct. Are you serious? Yes. John Lieber, you had 20 hits against. Next, 
one was Levon with 16, and then Woody Williams and A.J. Burnett, dude. That's a tough... Dude, A.J. Burnett, AJ Burnett for whatever... Was... Dude, but for every reason, I owned A.J. Burnett. Not owned him, but I, I think I hit four... Did I hit five, 400, 500 off him? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you were 15 for 29, dude. Oh, yeah, 500 off him. Dude, I... <laughs> 517. I, rem- <laughs> I remember getting a pitch from A.J. Burnett when he was with the Marlins, and he was... This is one of the first guys we saw. He was throwing 100, 101. All over the some, field. Bro, with some buzzsaw two-seam action, dude. Like, legit sink. And I remember... I remember he threw me a pitch one time in Cincy. He, it was like 100 miles an hour sinking. I pulled it off the ground. It was like three inches off the ground. I hit a liner right by his shins. What? Whoa, up the middle. And I remember getting a first base, and Dave Collins, our first base coach, goes, how'd you hit that? And I go, <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. I just put the bat on. But for whatever reason, and I remember, too, when I was with Boston in 08, Burnett was with um, the Blue Jays, mm-hmm. and and Tito must have looked at the numbers, you know, and I, he's like, hey, you're starting tomorrow, A.J. Burnett. I'm like, and he's like, you're hitting like 500 off. And the first at bat, dude, bam, double off the wall. What? But it, it wasn't comfortable. It wasn't like – Oh, he looked like, like one of the most uncomfortable. Off Randy jo- I hit 333 off Randy Johnson. None of those at bats were comfortable. No. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, it's a, like A.J. Burnett. Like, I don't know how I hit 500 off A.J. Burnett yeah. with 30 at bats, but like – he was nasty. Yeah, and especially he didn't know where the strike zone was for the first half of his career. Like he had no Dude, idea where the ball was going. It was not comfortable. Going. Yeah, you were like, it wasn't like, hey, wow. he's going to split the plate. The ball was kind of all over the place. So that's cool. John Lee, who's a, who's a, who's a, who's a John Lieber, Levon Harris, and also, dude, Jose Lima. Dude, we're get, we'll had, get to Lima. Okay, we'll get okay, to Lima. Okay. In, in when he got traded from the National League, I, I, I cried. <laughs> I, I could tell from I some cried. of these. Okay, most doubles against. Most doubles. You hit 300 on a dot against this guy. Uh, Kerry Wood? No, not Kerry Wood. No. Um, uh, hang on, hang on. I think I got it. Jimmy Haynes? No. Uh, he's often, this guy's often compared to a Disney character, I believe. Oh. Um, frick. Who? Woody Williams. Oh, Woody Williams. Seven, no way, dude. Seven doubles. And then you had six off Doug Davis and six off Dustin Hermanston. Dude, I Hermanston. still – wait, Doug Davis and, and Steph Davis. There's Doug Davis and Dustin <laughs> Hermanston. Interesting. Dude, I used to love – no, no, no. Woody Williams. I only had – I had one bomb off Woody Williams, right? Uh, Woody, Woody, Woody. You had one, one bomb Okay, off I Woody. remember this, dude. <laughs> he used to dominate me with the cutter. He had yeah. an incredible cutter. He was tough. So this one time, dude, I did like what Pete Rose says. He goes, hey, listen, if you're if Pete Rose, you say, if you're struggling, move up, move back, move, move off the plate, you know? And, and like, he would say that because he's like, don't change your swing. Like, a, like, a, like a sniper, a sniper comes up and he does, you know, he, you know, he does all his shooting and everything. Like that. And, and, and if, and if he shoots and he just misses, he doesn't change the rifle, right? He, I mean, he doesn't change his, his, his sharp shooting right. you know, gun. What he does is. He changes, he might raise his sights, lower yeah. sights. You know what I mean? So it's the same thing with a hitter. Like if you're not hitting great and you feel like your swing is good, don't just change your, change your swing. You know, change where you are in the box sometimes. Up, back. That's what Pete Rose just said. So, dude, never forget, Woody Williams is crushing me with that cutter. A cutter is a, a pitch from a right hand that comes in on the hands of a lefty. It just, mm-hmm. it's like a slider, but it's a fastball speed. And Woody would throw like an 86-mile-an-hour cutter and blow my bat up every time. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So – I think it was 03. I backed off the plate, dude. It was 02 or 03. Backed off the plate. I'm like, here comes that cutter. 
and he throws me a cutter, dude. If, and, and the replay is like, I literally pull my hands and I'm almost wow. over here. And I end up hitting, hitting a bomb to right center. And I remember what he, what he comes out to the next day at batting practice. He's like, bro, he's like, how'd you hit that ball? And I'm like, I didn't tell him what I did, but right. I was like, dude, I just saw it. You know, I, I saw it a little better. And it like, cause it was not a good pitch to hit. Wow. It was like, but I got off the plate. So the cutter ended up yeah. being like a good pitch. Like to right hit. Down it, but it was, but it turns out it was inside, but wow. I made it right down the middle. That's yeah. so cool. All right. Now we get to Lima time, five home runs. You didn't have more than two home runs against anybody else. A couple big st- guys there. Tom Glavin, you had two homers off, but Jose Lima, 360 with five bombs, dude. Nine yeah, dude, I don't know whatever. Lima used to throw that change up, and I, I got him a few times. And I just remember, I think it was, I think the reason I got Lima, which I love Jose Lima, God rest his soul, passed away a few years ago. Great guy. I remember one time in Houston, dude, early on, he punched me out, I think in 99, and he did the Lima time uh-huh. slide off, and yeah. I was like, that's it. I'm like, <laughs> that's not happening again. And I remember hitting a homer off him, and I remember rounding first base, and I'm like, it's Lima time. It's <laughs> Lima time. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. Uh, do you know who you had the most walks off of? We'll do two more. All right, most walks. Uh, this guy was n- absolute stud for a while. I mean, maybe he? the scare. Maybe like I would call him like Smoltz-like for part of his career. Whoa, whoa. Um, who did he play for? What team? Giants. Uh Oh, okay. Um, Let's see. I don't know. Jason Schmidt. Oh, Jason Schmidt had some nasty stuff. Eight walks. Eight walks. All right, let's go. He was nasty. Yeah. All right, last one. Who struck you out the most? (laughs) Kerry Wood. No question. Niner. Kerry Wood punched me out nine times. Yeah, dude. dude, Wade Miller. Wade Miller punched you out eight times, but you hit three fifty-one off of him. Well, he was nasty too. Wade Miller was nasty. Yeah. Anyway, nine times, dude. Kerry Wood. I faced Kerry Wood when he was 18 years old in Williamsport. I ne- this is the first time I've ever seen a hundred. Oh my god! I I I, I got a hit off him. Like, <laughs> he blew my bat into 48 pieces, but it fell in. And I just remember being like, "Wow, that is dude. different, dude." I saw I some stat. I saw some stat the other day where like the fastest pitch Nolan Ryan ever got tracked at was like 100.4 or something like that. They tried to. Tr- they did some sort of translation. To what that would look? Yeah, that, it's one hundred and seven. One hundred and seven. Yeah, one hundred and seven. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Bro, have you, dude, dude? Have you seen that documentary called Fastball? No, oh, not yet. Dude, you got to see it. You got to go see it tonight. You got to take time. Everyone has to go see it. It's called Fastball. Thomas Toll did it. Who's oh, the, that's the one you tell. The head of Legendary Pictures. They went and took like the, what would the Walter Johnson? No, one hundred eight point one hundred eight point one for Nolan. Okay, so the, Feller one hundred seven point six. One hundred seven. Yeah, isn't that incredible? So they're like wow. equating. Dude, and I also think there's something about the guns nowadays, dude. I don't know if it's coming right out of the hand. Whatever it is, yeah. you know, everyone's throwing 98, 90, 100. Like, there was guys that people were like, no. oh, they weren't throwing that hard. They were. Guys were throwing, like I just right. said, Kerry Wood, like something. A.J. Burnett, you know, Clemens. Billy Wagner, uh, R- Randy Johnson. I'll name, I'll, name, I'll name six, seven guys that we know were throwing 100 miles an right. hour back then, 100-some miles an hour. And you know what I mean? Like guys were throwing hard. They've always been throwing hard. They oh J.R. Richard for the Astros. He's on there too. Like yes. throwing just I remember Ken Griffey Sr. I go, I, you know, with the big red machine. I go, Senior, tell me who the nastiest guy you ever faced face was. He goes, J.R. Richard. Wow. He goes, nastiest stuff you've stuff you've ever seen. Like that's cool. Kidding me? That's and then he cool. got hurt, but you know, some of these dudes were savages. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, all right, so let's stay statistical and let's stay in Pittsburgh because we, we're ever since we started giving love to the Pirates, they've been playing well. I'm kidding. Dude, they're in first place still. They're game up <laughs> yes. on the Brewers. Let's now. Go. How about this, Andrew McCutcheon? Two thousand hits, dude. Bro, very let me, emotional. Let, let me situation. let me take you back, brother. Let Do me it. take you back. Change two thousand six spring training. Just got traded to the Buccos. Excited to be there. You know, you know, for you know reasons that you know is my dream coming true for me playing for the Pirates at spring training. We go out there like first day of first day of uh, big league camp. And there's this like wiry dude. He's like, dude, he's he's probably a buck 75 with a bag of nickels in his pocket. So yeah. And his hair probably mean? weighed seven pounds back then. That's when he had Dude, yeah, no, he had, no, oh, he had amazing. No, 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 oh, no, he no, was no. Clean short, first? no, tight hair. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 Short hair, bro. Short hair. Wow. And you know, gets in there, you know, like I said, just starts hitting rockets to mm. left center. I'm like, and I remember going, Hey, who's this? Mm-hmm. Who's this guy? Oh, they're like, Oh, that's Andrew McCutcheon. First round pick last year. They brought him to big league camp. And I'm like, Whoa. That's going to be special, you know? Yeah. And then, so that was 06. He ended up getting called up in 09, yeah. uh, 09 I think. But anyway, you know, it was a kind, of, kind of cool to see his career start. Like, I was there when he was 18 years old. Yeah. And here we are 2,000 hits later, and he made a point the other day that, you know, Derek Shelton did a cool thing saying it's great to see history, and he gave McCutcheon the ball yeah. in the clubhouse, and then Cutch talked a little bit, and, and he was like, man, you know, when I first came up, I thought I was definitely getting 3,000. He goes, but that's like the overconfident young kid – but you don't realize how hard it is. That's what I was going to get to. It's so freaking hard, dude. Like, like you have to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. You have to have good year after good year after good year to play. To, remember, remember the stats. Five percent of the people drafted make it to the big leagues. So that mm-hmm. means ninety-five percent don't play a day in the big leagues. Of those five percent, seventeen percent played ten years or more. Mm-hmm. So to get to two thousand hits, I think there's only two hundred eighty people that have ever done it you know, in the big league history. Mm-hmm. And that's with 19,000 people playing the game, pitchers and hitters. So dude, 2000 hits is a big deal. And I think he yeah. appreciated it too. Cause he said, he was saying, I didn't realize how <laughs> tough it was going to be to get the 2000 hits with some of the injuries he had, the ups yeah. and the downs, ACL tears and stuff like that. So yep. good for McCutcheon, man. I, I got the, I had 1500, I believe 21 hits or 1551 hits, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I look back at my 1500 hit. I got it off Aaron Harang in Cincinnati when I was with the Red Sox. And when it fell, isn't that funny, dude? I got that's my 1500 funny. hit in Cincy. That's amazing. With the Red Sox. That's, yeah, that's incredible. amazing. So, you know, when I got there, I remember getting to first base and I'm like, and I knew it was my last year in my mind. I'm like, I'm done after this year. And I'm like, that was like, it was incredibly hard to get to 1500 hits. I know. And it's crazy. So, that's why I get annoyed. It's a big deal. I get annoyed because everybody says Derek Jeter was overrated. People that say Derek Jeter was overrated, he had three thousand four hundred and sixty-five hits, dude. He yeah. aver- his hundred sixty-two game average is two hundred four hits. That he was one of the best hitters ever. Even though he, like he didn't pull dude. the ball, he went the other way. Dude, dude, not that good. Give me a break, dude. Unbelievable. That's the test. You're 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 so right, Chance. Like I I get the chills you saying that because it, it fires me up too. Like. Let's think about that for a second. If I'm doing the math correctly, two hundred that would be two hundred. So that'd be seventeen years he had to go with two hundred plus hits. That's the thirty four hundred hits, right? Yes. Right. So yes. So that's two hundred hits a year for seventeen years, and then a couple more. Because mm-hmm. I always think about Pete Rose. Pete Rose had twenty four thousand two hundred thirty six <laughs> yeah, hits. Yeah. He had to go twenty one years. In a row with 200 plus. 200. Do you know how hard it is to get 200 hits, Jinch? <laughs> yes, it's a unbelievable. Year? Like, dude, I my biggest year ever was 1999. 
I had a 197. 197. It felt, I, it felt like I was getting three hits a night. It's crazy. These guys that are getting average, to, to get the 3,000 hits this? is ridiculous. You had 197 hits and you hit 332. It took you, you had to go hit 332 32. to yeah, get 197 to, to hits. Get, that's what I'm saying, dude. Yes. So these guys, so Derek Jeter, bro, I don't care what anyone said. This guy's one of the best hitters in the history of the game. Just the way Jeter did it. You know, he was right center, left center. The way he did in the postseason, Mr. Mm -hmm. November. You know, just the way D D Derek Jeter, we got to look at his, and then having his 3,000 hit be a home run. You kidding oh. me? It's like, to do what he did in with the Yankees, year in and year out, and you can go back to even what A-Rod said. If he wasn't a Yankee, he wouldn't be that. He wouldn't be mm -mm -mm. close to me. That's not true, man. Mm -mm. This guy could hit. He would have been Derek Jeter wherever he was. Now, that he was with the Yankees, obviously – his legendary sure. status goes up big time. But you're right, man. Derek Jeter is one of the greatest hitters of all time. To get to 3,400 hits, we're talking about McCutcheon here getting to 2,000. Right. But Jeter to get to that many hits, dude, yeah. is absolutely incredible. And, you know, we were looking at greatness when, when you oh, were watching him it. every day. 2014, his last year, he was 40 years old. 149 hits at dude. 40 yeah. years old yeah dude. and got a what do you do he had a, he had a walk off hit. oh my last, god last and the last the stadium. Stadium. how storybooks at walk off hit Derek Jeter we'll see you later do one of the best yeah. ever let's just walk it off at Yankee Stadium that's Finish great it. great Michael K uh line at the end of that he goes Derek Jeter fantasy is reality <laughs> that's awesome because it's true everything so he did cool. turns to gold anyway but we so give true. props to McCutcheon good for him yeah good for 2000 yeah, and hey good for the Buckos man keep Keep grinding out there, guys. This is great. It's great for the Dude, game. The, it really is. Great for the game. To see the Buckos and to see the Marlins, you know, the Marlins, they're, they're up in the power Orioles. rankings. Orioles. Right? The Orioles, exactly. These two, The Rays. Mm -hmm. These are all mid-market. How about the Red Legs coming up? The yeah. Reds are coming. Yeah. Dude, there's some, it's starting, you know, there's some teams that are now sitting there going, Hmm, the Pirates are in first. The you know the Brewers are sitting there. The Reds are coming. Yeah. Uh, Miami's three and a half back of Atlanta. Who would have thought that in the East? Um, yeah. The Diamondbacks yes. are first in the West by three and a half games. Chick. Yes, sir. The Diamondbacks are forty and twenty-five. Dude, Corbin Carroll yeah. turns out we got a superstar in our hands. The guy's five eight, hitting bullets. <laughs> How cool is that? Everywhere. That's so cool. Man, Tampa and Baltimore in the East. Minnesota, well, the the, the central, um, AL Central, they're grinding disaster. no matter what. But look at Texas down there in the West. Who would uh -huh. have thought Texas would be in first place? And the, don't sleep on them. the uh, Angels sitting at 36 and 31, six and a half games out. Really quick, I just want to say, give a shout out to my man, Brandon Geyer, one of our guys yeah. on. Uh, dude, the Angels hired him as the as their mental strength coach, mental performance coach. Angels are, Angels are 36 and 31. I want to give him some props there. Nice. Also want to give him some props, too. Virginia Cavaliers, baby. He's their mental strength coach. Guess where they're heading? To Omaha, baby. Wow. To Omaha. That's his alma mater. But, dude, you know, it, it just the, you know, the, the, the mental part of the game is the biggest part. Mm -hmm. To have guys in your corner like Brandon Geyer, let's go. So tune into that episode if you can, too. Go back. Yeah, and, go and back and listen to it. It was a great one. Yeah, maybe we'll put that out this week or something. Yeah, let's we'll, do that. He's got a pocket. He's most beautiful sounding studio that we've had on our air. He's got that yeah, nice little studio. Yeah. Well, he, well, he, a has a, he has a great program called Major League Mindset, yeah. and uh, he's really doing well with that, too. So, yeah. you know, love it, man. Handsome it. fella, too. He's a good-looking guy. Yeah, really good-looking guy. Jack Diesel. So <laughs> tune in, and maybe you see you know, I've seen him with his shirt off. He's Jack. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, so we've said it all, man. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot going on this week in the league. You got yeah. a bunch of good matchups. Whatever. What do you got? You you got a lot of stuff. Did you do your show last night? 
your thing. Your- oh, yeah, Breakthrough Pro, dude. Last night we talked about grit, uh, you know, number five, and uh, it was great, man. It was nice. It was incredible, I thought. When are we breaking the arrows out? I need video. Uh, uh, you know what? I was. Uh, I think I haven't told anybody yet, but I think maybe next week. Because next week's action week, the gaps. Grit, uh, grit action, ah. process, and uh, and 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 service are the last couple weeks. So nice. maybe some action. We hit the we break the arrows next week. Dude, have Saros be on the side recording you on the side <laughs> doing it. I gotta see this again. It's my favorite thing you do. Anyway, all right, great, all right, great all way right. to start the week. Start it with yeah. grit. Love it, dude. Yeah, little grit, man. Let's go. Let's get after it. But Chinchy, man, love you, brother. This is a, this is a, I, I, this is a great conversation. We didn't yeah. know where we were going. We, we went in some good directions. So nice, it was a lot bro. of fun. Hope everyone enjoyed today. Thanks for tuning in and listening, and uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. See you, brother.